It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. everybody welcome 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 today we're going to talk to coach van about sideline out of bounds plays and then tomorrow we're going to talk about baseline out of bounds plays that'll be awesome um but before we jump into that and and everything we talk about will be in the show notes and all that kind of stuff but before we talk about that a big shout out to our two sponsors first of all teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it is the one shop stop for basketball coaches the testimonials I, I i know that i can help you win more games i know i can help you with parents i know i can help you whether you're having a season or not having a season that's the one thing is i know uh, <laughs> people are going why are you pushing this when you don't it's like i understand some people aren't having seasons but we can help you even if you're not so we can help you engage your students and all of those kind of things and your athletes come over and check us out also go over and check out dr dish the, the shooting machine you need to have in your gym or in your backyard or your garage. Mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right, Coach, sideline out-of-bounds plays. Um, if, if, my, if my world happens and we get rid of the jump ball, this is the way we'll start most basketball games. It's gonna be, this is going to be my mission over the next five years is to get rid of the jump ball at the beginning of the basketball game. But anyway, so let's talk side out-of-bounds play. What do you got for us? Yeah, so uh, like everything that I do, I want to make sure that we are constantly attacking out of baseline out of bounds, sideline out of bounds, our, our transition, whatever it is, we want to be putting pressure on the defense. So I got two plays here out of sideline out of bounds. You can use this, you could use this late in games as well, um, after timeout or, or in the game situation. But we'll start off in a box setup. Um, two is just going to start here in a box and we're just going to clear him out. Uh, four is going to set a down screen for three, and one is going to pass the ball into three. Now, as soon as that happens, one is sprinting on the pass. He is passing to three and sprinting off that and is immediately going to get a dribble handoff back from three. That's a hard, I've never, that's a hard thing to, to defend. It is. I've not seen that action a lot. 
Because, well, you see it in the NBA. In the NBA. All right? the time. Yeah. There's almost this action in almost every end-of-the-game situation. Just a simple down screen. And it's simple action, too. Offensively, it's easy to teach. Defensively, right. it's hard to guard. That's why, you know, some of the most simple actions are the hardest to guard. Right. Um, but X1 here, what does X1 do? I mean, if he's up on the ball. I mean, if he's back here, that's fine. If he's up on the ball, they tend to turn their head and watch the pass. And that <laughs> gives too. us just enough time to get a step or two on X1. So what happens here is now X5 sees this. As soon as the pass is made, he starts sprinting up to set a ball screen. So one is going to make the pass, get the DHO back, dribble handoff immediately, and immediately come off this pick and roll. So one's already at a disadvantage. So what's X5 have to do? X5 is going to have to help on that most likely. Right, right. So now we'll go into frame two here. You can see um, number four is going to come up and set a back screen. And this is more decoy action than anything. Um, the, four, the four setting the back screen is a decoy? Correct. Because you okay. kind of have – you got this hammer action over here. Yeah. But if one's coming off here – that's kind of a tough pass to make cross body. Right. Right. Unless you got down into like your Nash area and then could make that drift pass down here. Um, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so that's more to occupy the defense. Five is just rolling. Right. Right. And four is going to pop up after the back screen. Okay. So typically what we end up with is, is a couple things. We got number one, who's got four different passes that he can make. He can pass to two, depending right here. We can hit yep. five on the roll. We can hit number four on the replace. Three might be down here, might have stayed here. It depends because if X3 came in to help that, we will make that pass. So we got we to read the tag man here on the weak side, right? Um, so it gives you four different options. But if we pass the ball back here to four and one's up here and four's got the ball, we got this high-low action to five, two. Uh, five okay. rolls, reverse spins, quick seal. So um, we can look for that. But we got four different options out of it. Okay. I love that one. Yeah. All right. And, and so that's out of a box set, even though that two's in the corner to start with. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, start, yeah. he, he started, he started here there and, and then he pops. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. He started here and then he just popped out and, and starts in a box set. So um, here's the counter to that. Um, kind of similar action here, starting a box set. Uh, four is going to come off the, the down screen. We just put three here. So we switched positions. You can or you cannot do whatever you want to do here. Um, but Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying that. I'm enjoying the podcast. Um, make sure you subscribe and like. We, we appreciate those. Those five-star reviews mean a lot to us. Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, I'm going to challenge you right now. I do this once in a while. I'm going to challenge you to become a better basketball coach. Um, you know, grit. I was just doing something about grit. Grit is passion and perseverance. And if you have those, you have to get better. Let teachhoops.com help you do that. Go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. And let's head back to the but We'll pass the ball to number four, five steps up to set a screen. The key thing here with three, once they set the down screen, is we want to clear him out, and we want to clear two out too. So if you look at frame number two here, we got three and two with good spacing on the weak side. And instead of handing the ball off here to number one, we're going to set right. our man up. Instead of setting this off, we're going to fake it, and we're going to just drive. Oh, we're I like fake that. The DHO, so that's the counter. Because remember, what did we have in our last play here? where we had X1 turned his head, right? And right. has to come back and recover. X5 had, had to come up, and he's going to have to help now. So when we go back here and you got X5, 
trying to help off and, and, and number four, that's going to open this wide open for that drive, that fake DHO. Um, and, and actually you saw this, uh, the Miami Heat just ran this in the NBA finals. They did. And Kelly Olenek uh, ended up with a wide open laying on it. So, so what, um, do you, do you have counters for all your side out of bounds plays? Everyone. Yeah. So I could run, um, you know, four or five different things out of a box set up out of our sideline out of bounds play. And are you trying to get different looks on each one of your counters? How does that work? Yeah, it depends. I got, I got counters or I got plays that, um, well, this is a perfect counter. So for right. example, if I ran the, the Celtic, we call it Celtic. This is called Celtic keep. If okay. I ran Celtic early in the game and then late in the game, I saw how they played the Celtic the first time we ran it. I might call Celtic keep because I know that they're cheating this and that that's wide open for the next time we run it. Cause they're going to have Celtic in their head. Right. And that's when we hit them with this. So how many, how many counters do you have for a specific like Celtic thing? Do you have two or three or how for many sideline for sideline out of bounds? I don't have as many, many counters for everything. I mean, I might have three or four. Okay. Um, okay. But I, mean, I got like 60 different sideline out of bounds that we can pick from every okay. year and run. That's in my library of things. Um, obviously, you know, high school or AAU, we don't run as many sideline out of bounds as late game NBA situations right. do. <laughs> right. That's all um, they're doing for a living. And you have your, you want to do the, the tip up tip off rule, right? I, would I, love, yeah. I would love to see us be able to advance the ball to half court late in the game. Like, the Oh, done. I done. That should be, that's, 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 I don't even know why we don't do that. Like I, I should be able to call a timeout with 20 seconds to go and take it at half court and drop. I agree. I think it would make there'd be some more exciting endings. It would just, it'd just be right. an honor, you know? Right. So. Oh yeah. I'll add that to my, I'll add that to my petition. It's like, <laughs> I'll take a, I, I think I'll get, I think I get more support for that one than I did for getting rid of the jump ball. Like, I think, I think you're right. I but I think I it just adds a whole nother level of strategy too. I think oh, it's a whole other level of strategy. And it's like, I think getting rid of the jump ball would cause strategy because all of a sudden I'm going to start with the ball there. If I'm the visiting team, I'm going to start with the ball. What are you going to do? That takes me? away my tip-off plays, coach. Oh, tip-off. Do, I, I do you have tip-off plays in your library? Yes, we all – I kid you not. When I was in high school, we started off the game. We had a big center that was about 6'8". We started right. the game 2 nothing every game. No, I when I had a good center, I'd start off with a tip-off play too. But um, okay, so where would they find? Okay, so th there's three different ways, places they can find these out of bounds plays. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So I have a baseline out of bounds playbook. I okay. have a sideline out of bounds playbook, and then I have a playbook that you can get everything all in one. That's got all of the baselines out of bounds and the sideline all out of bounds all within one. Okay, and I'll put all those down in the show notes for the people that are listening, and I will also put it. Um, and I'll put the video so if people want to watch these. All right, perfect. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig, and then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.